Boundless Authenticity Podcast, where we discuss everything related to the evolution of human consciousness. Thanks for tuning in to the Boundless Authenticity Podcast, and I have answered your prayers. Deplorable Janet is back for Deplorable People Part 2. If you don't know this yet, Janet is host of the Deplorable Nation Podcast, and you can find that on deplorablejanet.podbean.com. Once again, we're going to be talking about current events and otherwise unspeakable truths and probably seriously fuck up some people's lives. So if you bruise easily, this podcast is probably not for you. And if you're into that kind of shit, well, get ready. Here we go. All right, so how's it going, Janet? It is wonderful, my dear. Wonderful to see you as always and spend time with you. Yeah, it's good to hang out with you again. I've been telling everybody that and they're like, oh, I'm listening to Janet's show or Janet's going to be on my show. I'm like, good, because all your other guests suck by comparison. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not very nice. <laughs> hey, you know, the truth hurts. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> Sometimes, mostly. So what's new in your world, my dear? Oh, I've just been working a lot. And uh, taking a break from the music making and stuff to relax a little bit mm-hmm. in between Good the working you. with people. Good for you. Yeah. How's business? It's picking up again. Um, people were using the, hey, we're in a pandemic thing to pretend they were poor and didn't want to pay me. So I was like, okay, well, the pandemic's over. Now you got to pay me more. So that seems to be working. Who who the thought, right? Exactly. <laughs> hey, whatever happens, it brings good things, right? Yeah. Old Sleepy Joe said it. Oh, the pandemic's over. That's what he said. Yeah. We heard him. <laughs> Fucking hell, I tell you. I mean, about that, though, like, what the fuck is his deal? Um, outside the fact that, uh, I think there's multiple of people playing him. You're right. Right. Doesn't it look like weird clones or something? Yeah. They never look the same. And, you know, um, I think we might've talked about it, uh, together before that, you know, the, did you see that documentary from the lady that was the CIA disguise master? Yes. Yeah, and she was talking about the mask and all that stuff. And, of course, you know, people are so observant these days, and a lot of people have gone through and, like, made, you know, like, side-by-side comparisons and whatever, and you can see, like, the flap of the mask coming up and whatever, and he never looks the same, like, ever, you know. And and one day you've got Hitler-esque, you know, uh, Biden in the White House. And then the second day, you've got the normal bumbling idiot in the White House. So you never know what day you're going to get. It's kind of like just roll the dice and see which personality shakes out that day. <laughs> you know what? I got to be honest. My favorite Biden is the one that looks like a bald asshole. <laughs> and you'll know which one I'm talking about when you see it. And he's got the smoothest skin. It's like this guy is pushing 80. His skin cannot yeah. be that smooth. 
Well, and, and it's funny because then other times when you look at him, he, he looks like a, you know, like a wrinkly old person that he is. And, you know, not saying anything about old people because, you know, I fit in that category. I got my wrinkles. They're my character marks. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, mm-hmm. we only got two choices. Throttle the shit out of everybody that we meet that frustrates us or get wrinkles. So <laughs> we're doing it for peace. We're aging exactly. for peace. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take my wrinkles any day. Absolutely. Yeah. So, ding dong, the reptile's gone. Yeah, isn't that a sad thing? Uh, that was not. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't being honest about that. I am here to say that I did not shed a single tear. Um, yeah, no, I didn't. And the people, you know, that that talked about her constantly and it was like, Oh, look at all the evil things that she did and stuff. And then the next, you know, she passes away and then it's like, Oh, it's so sad. Not really. Yeah. I don't have uh, sympathy for people like that, that have made a living out of doing horrific evil things to other people. So it's hard for me to find a sympathy bone. Not saying that death is good for anyone, but you know what I mean. <laughs> where do I even start? Where do I even start with that? I mean, I remember being, I was talking to my mom or something like that, and she's always got her radio on, and she likes to listen to these cheesy call-in programs where, you know, the average caller could not think their way out of a wet paper bag. And, right. Um, guy calls and he's all solemn and shit. And he says, oh, the queen's dead. And I guess the moderator person, he's like, oh, well, that's nice. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a yeah, whole bunch like, of people started like calling in. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of people started calling in talking about you should have respect for the queen and she's done so much. And I just kind of yelled at the radio. for the, This is the first time I've yelled at a, a radio in years. I was like, you Uncle Tom motherfucker. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is, you know, the whole royal family thing does not interest me in the least, regardless of what member of the family it is. Like, now we're supposed to have sympathy for Meghan and, what is his name, Prince William or whatever, because, you know, they were once again, like, told they have no place there i don't really care i don't care but here's the thing we all know that the bloodline marries the bloodline and it's all a bunch of inbreeding and stuff so you have an outsider and they have a history of being supremely superbly racist as a family so what did they think was going to happen? I mean, because it's just their history. That's the way they are. That's what they do. And so I'm fo- supposed to feel sorry that, you know, they don't get to claim rights to, you know, millions or billions of pounds in, in taxpayer money. I don't care. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't could care. not care less either. I mean, Mm-mm. people are still crying about it. 
I just and the <clears throat> what was it like every time there's a royal baby or a royal wedding or whatever everybody's oh my god are you watching it and I'm like nope I would literally rather dig weeds out of the driveway with a toothpick I would have rather to be stick forced my dick in a blender that. than be sitting through that shit. <laughs> Now let's not do that. That's a little harsh. (laughs) That's a little rash and harsh. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tough times call for tough measures. What can I say? That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So somebody asked me a question the other day, and I'm not going to say what else he said after that, just for anonymity. Uh, However, he asked me, hey, man, do you think it's true that if you fuck vaccinated chicks, you'll get AIDS. And I was like, I don't know if it's true or not, but why would I tempt fate? Like, I need my penis. Like, I really need it. <laughs> it's your second brain, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can hardly do mathematics without the thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> One squirt, two squirt, three squirt, four. <laughs> the other day I was trying to calculate how much something costs and I had to whip my calculator out and just like use my dick to punch up the numbers. It's like my fingers weren't working. <laughs> what am I going to do with you? <laughs> I don't know. People have tried. I just, it doesn't get any better. But, well, you know. We we all got to have our own thing in life, right? Our own personalities and our own sense of humor. Well, I was being serious, though. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, let's talk about that because I really feel like my perspective is I don't know. Unless I right. go and, you know, shag one off, I'm not going to know for sure. I'm and hearing I don't think... Things. Yeah, me too. And I don't think anybody is going to know 100% until like all of the, you know, documents are released and, and, you know, exactly what's really in in them in the first place that's still, uh, you know, very hush-hush on the secret. So, um you know, you never know what it is. It could be a combination of a whole bunch of stuff that that they jammed in there, and that could be one of the things that they put in there because they've talked about it for a long time. Dr. Judy Mikovits has talked about that for a long time, that they're adding, you know, HIV or other retroviruses or whatever to vaccines and to hydrogel and all kinds of stuff. So God only knows. uh, Have you seen the, um, there is a new video that's making its rounds about a new ocular implant that you can get? No, I've been staying away from the internet. Oh, it's so incredibly frightening. Um, it basically has a chip um, in this ocular thing that they treat you for macular degeneration with. And anyway, um, this has an implant in it. And so 
that is your, uh, it's kind of like a cyborg guy. It's an AI thing that, that automatically sends information back to, uh, you know, uh, whoever is downloading your shit from this chip. And so I was just like, are you serious? Like people are really into wanting to get this. I, I don't get it. Yeah. You know, a couple of things to say here. All of the people, well, I shouldn't make a mass overgeneralization like that, but the majority of the people who took the alleged shot, if you really check it, they are the ones who are lacking in value. So they don't know who they are. They're also extremely unaware of themselves in terms of what they actually want out of life. So they're operating from this perspective of the void. They're trying to fill the void. So these are the clowns that need to go to the pub to have a few beers with their friends or they're going to die. You know, these are the ones that are probably... There's a lot of people like that, that, you know, um, like I just had a conversation with somebody yesterday that has fought it all this time. And then all of a sudden it's, well, but we were talking about going on a cruise. So might as well just go ahead and give in and get it because I can't go on a cruise without it. And I was like, I don't, that, I don't think it's a good idea. You know, do we need to like rehash the conversations about why you didn't want it up until this point? But some people will do that just to, uh, how do you say fit into society or, or feel like they're, they're, uh, being normalized or you know whatever being part of the norm population or the cool kids you know and it's up to people if if they want to do it that's hey that's their thing yeah if they want to euthanize themselves that's fine where i was going with this point though is that it's the people who are more interested in going to the gym because the most action they get on a daily is just having a wank in planet fitness's bathroom that they're going to take the ocular implant. Is this with or without a calculator? I'm asking for a friend. Well, I assume it's without the calculator because then things would add up. But um, these are the people that are going to be all ready for anything that the so-called agenda slingers will dish out. I mean... They're all down for the count. So I just don't even have expectations that are too high anymore for this shit. Well, and it's just, it's highly concerning to me because I saw that and I was like, this is like a, like a science fiction movie type shit. And first I thought it was, you know, I was like, okay, well, somebody's just, you know, creatively made this video and whatnot. And then I start researching the company and reading about this. And I'm like, holy crap, this shit really exists. And I'm like, I don't know what in the world would possess somebody to think that was a great idea. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I just got here. Obviously, sometimes I feel like I fell, I fell off the milk truck this morning. I don't know. Yeah. I can't figure people out these days. It's, it's complicated. 
Yeah, what else was I going to say? I got sidetracked there about wanking at Planet Fitness, and I wanted to say something else. From an energetic, pers- <laughs> from an energetic perspective, though, I mean, if you, if you break things down in, time, in terms of life force, a transference of energy, what are these vaccines doing to people's, you know, auric field, their, their entire energetic field? Right. It's it, breaking it down 100%. Yeah, exactly. And so when you go and you just have sex with uh, whoever you're exchanging energy with them. You're exchanging DNA. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we don't know about the whole vaccine thing, but I certainly do not recommend uh, having a good old shag with anybody that's been, you know, exposed to even one shot. Right. Cause we don't, we don't know what the effects are. And yeah, exactly. <clears throat> You know, a lot of people were concerned about uh, shedding and and whatnot just from having the infection. But if you think about like the things that we've come to learn about, you know, graphene oxide being in there and these, you know, clots slash uh, nanobot structures that are growing, you know, in, in veins and arteries and stuff the possibility of that transference to somebody else, I would think would be so much greater with the vaccination. And that's just going on things that we've, you know, seen or heard or read or, you know, studies that have come out. So yeah, we don't know. knows. We don't know. Yeah. But speculation sure, sure uh, leads you down some, interesting roads i can tell you that mm-hmm. with the right. shedding thing i'm still trying to figure that out myself because sometimes i feel like garbage like if i go around a, a supermarket that's full of people or something i spend like an hour in there i definitely mm-hmm. feel like something's happened that's lowered my energy tremendously mm-hmm. i have to take right. like a 45 minute nap or something just to feel normal I like power naps. <laughs> Not that I get power naps often, but do you think it's from that, or do you think it's from uh, the possibility that you're picking up other people's like shitty energy? Well, I was just about to say that it could be shedding, or the things that people are feeling from being around vaccinated people is just bioresonance. It's mm-hmm. just like uh, you know, two waves that are the same will be coherent, but two waves, one is different from the other. It will be decoherent. It'll be deconstructive interference. So, you know, you go around, that's why, you know, we say things like this person's not on the same wave as me or whatever, because Mm -hmm. what's in their energy field is just terrible compared to yours. So it's like polarity of magnets and stuff like that. So it could be that you're, I guess maybe it's your heart's energy field or whatever it is, is picking up, the changes to the other person's DNA. And so that lowers your Mm -hmm. energetic field. That's what I think it could be. But I also remember when my mom got her thyroid removed, she was shedding for a little bit Mm -hmm. and it felt kind of crappy to be around her. So she kind of stayed on one side of the house and, you know, this was like almost 20 years ago now. So I remember that. So did, did they do the, um, um, uh, radiation part, the nuclear, whatever the hell, I can't remember what it's called yeah. now, 
where she, yeah. And it's like, you can't share utensils or soap or, or whatever, because she's actually radioactive. Radioactive. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's it. You know, it was so weird. Um, when I was still working, I had a patient that actually had to have that done. And I was like, you really don't think about how many things in a household that you share, you know, the, the toilet, the soap, the shampoo bottles, the, you know, silverware plates, whatever, literally everything. And it's like, okay, so you can't share a chair now either because that person just sitting in that chair has got radioactivity coming out of them. And if you think about that in the grand scheme of things, how, how who in their right mind thought up that treatment and thought that was a fantastic thing to make somebody radioactive. And then they're in a household with kids or, you know, whatever. The same clowns that brought you the vaccine. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's crazy to think about stuff like that though. And how it's such a, a commonplace thing to have done and a, you know, common treatment. And it's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy, especially if you're in a household where there's, you know, not only small children, but possibly an infant. And then what happens? Yeah. It's, it just, it blows my mind still to this day that these people just come up with their wacky solutions to things. And then Mm -hmm. when something happens, they just kind of go, well, look over there. Right. Like, like, hmm, who was the brainchild that thought up a radioactive nuclear waste people? That's, that is just beyond imagination. But there's so many people that have probably never even heard of that, like ever. I mean, (laughs) speaking of nuclear radiation, so the latest shit that I heard today is that Putin wants to use nuclear weapons because they won't leave him alone and let him do what he wants. Like that's the narrative that they're selling. It's like, really? Yeah. Is that the best you could do? Who told you to do that? Putin, Klaus Knob? I mean, come on. Well, and you know, um, they have to sell that, that nuclear narrative because like, look at New York that's doing their uh, nuclear preparedness drill. And then you have um, the, the drill in, in Denver uh, that's taken place on the 24th. And then there's another one in, in Kansas. And they're all about nuclear fallout, basically. Yeah, I was waiting for the, the dots to connect. Mm-hmm. But it's the same yeah. tricks over and over. Here, yep. look at this. Oh, by the way, some idiot's going to do something with nukes over here. And then, hey, look at this. Mm-hmm. Nukes. Oh, look at this again. Oh, you remember those nukes? It's the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and and it all kind of ties in together, right? Because like um, during that FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, they're like, oh, we're looking for a, he's got the nuke codes. And I'm like, oh, horseshit. He doesn't have anything other than information on the people that were spying and, you know, doing shady shit that they shouldn't have been doing. That's what they're looking for. They want to get rid of that information. 
that's all that's about. But, you know, they got to spin the nuclear story. <laughs> so yeah. then it'll be Trump's fault if Putin launches a nuclear weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, what the hell do you say about that? Have you heard the Satan is not an evil guy song? No. What? <laughs> is uh, this part of that new demon? Little, what is it? Little demon? The new Disney cartoon? Uh, no, I don't think it's a part of that. I didn't even know there was a new Disney cartoon about oh, demons. Yeah. It's called Little, Little Demon and this... Uh, this little girl, her father is Satan. And so uh, he comes to earth to uh, get her so she can go into her hell. Yeah. Well, it's on Disney Plus. Isn't that nice? Well, fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, Satan's uh, Not an Evil Guy song is about... So I think some kind of a cult, I think. I have to double check that, but I heard it last night. They're trying to normalize Satan worship as much as they can. So, Well, you know, if you're in need of an abortion and your state doesn't give you one, uh, contact the Satanic Temple because they said they'd be happy to perform them for you. I'm sure that's where I would want to go. Not in this lifetime but that's beside the point wow yeah well you know what i talk about a lot anyway about tv and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah satanic worship has taken such i mean well they put it front and center now with everything it is just everywhere they're normalizing that just like they they normalize that, you know, it's okay that you were born a boy, but you call yourself a cat now, or, you know, everyone is confused sexually or whatever. Hell, California just passed a law that says that if you are a child and you tell the teacher or whatever that you're transgender, you are now property of the state. The state can take you away from your parents and have custody of you now. Interesting. If you say you're, you're want to transition. So yeah, your kid mm-hmm. wants to be a training and now the state owns your kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting direction there. Well, and, and, I have a huge, huge, huge problem with that state anyway, um, because this is the same state that has um, Scott Weiner uh, as one of their Congress people who, you know, lovely Scott Weiner said that um, if it's no longer illegal, if you are HIV positive, if you go and infect 75 other people, it's no longer a crime. That's okay to do. This is the same state that there's no cash bail. You know, you can go in and steal whatever the hell you want. As long as it's under a certain amount, you can, you know, burglarize somebody's house and, and, have no repercussions because it must be something that you needed or you wouldn't have broke in. 
Um, well, I guess we have to set our expectations pretty damn low for a guy whose name is literally Wiener. Well, he is a wiener, but not <laughs> yeah. in a good way. Yeah. But I mean, it's troublesome to me because, you know, normalizing all of this illegal activity and just, you know, like look at Illinois. Illinois just just decided that, you know, if you are a rapist or a murderer or an arsonist or whatever, there's no cash bail for you either. Um, and so they'll let you out of prison now because their um, prison system and the jail system there is so clogged up with other stuff that if you get arrested for this now, you get turned right back out on the street. That is horrifying. Mm-hmm. And it's already a cesspool there because I grew up close to there and they have the highest crime. That state has always, always, always had a problem with, you know, massive corruption and uh, Obama got his uh, seat there because he bought it, you know. And if you look up... um like the stats on uh, states and how many politicians have been arrested from, you know, whatever states. Illinois is one of the highest for corruption for politicians. Of course, so is New York, but yeah, Illinois is, is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Good old gay bomber. I, I just don't even know what to say about this shit. This is all stupid. And now... The immigrants are taking over Martha's Vineyard? Well, not anymore. Did they ship them out already? As fast as they got there, they sure as shit did. They (laughs) called a national emergency and called in the National Guard, and they were removed immediately. And taken to where? Who knows? The bus to bus to some other state, I'm sure, you know. And so to me, I think it was brilliant that that was done in the first place because this has happened uh, not just Martha's Vineyard, but some some place else that was like, you know, ritzy, well-to-do area. And, and they're the ones that are always out there screaming about, oh, we should accept everyone that, you know, that, that comes over here and, and the whole nine yards and is screaming at everybody else that you're racist. And then they called in the National Guard to remove 50 people. It's not like they were flooded with thousands. It was literally 50 people. Yeah, they think it was an emergency because they just don't have the room for them. Yeah, I'm sure in these big mansions and shit, there's no room. What? Come on now. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that people may or may not know about this, I'm going to talk as though they don't, but they send people by the droves from countries like here right, to, to Martha's Vineyard to work six months out of the year because exactly the people that they have around there clearly just don't want to pick grapes. I had no fucking idea. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, it's fine for every place else. It's just not fine for them. They can work there and they can be servants there. They just can't live there Mm -hmm. because they're not in the same class of people. 
right? And that, you know, I'm not trying to like start a political like war or anything like that, but that's a democratic area. That's heavily democratic. There, there is no Republican in that area, you know, and it's like, these are the people that constantly call everyone else racist and, you know, sexist, bigot, homophobe, xenophobe, blah, 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 phobe, phobe, you, obi, you know, and then it's like, you can't even accept 50 people while you're out there screaming at everybody else that doesn't want, you know, thousands or 30,000 at a time invading their backyard. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, yeah. 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 I suppose that's just a part of the great revealing. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. yeah. And it's really sad, but you know, uh, that our world is such a mess and you can't have conversations with so many people because they would rather go into attack mode and, you know, call you names and, you know, <clears throat> play their worst hand possible instead of having a discussion in a civil manner, trying to see each other's side on an issue, which is just silly to me. I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah. That's why I stay very far away from people apart from working with a handful that I do every month. <laughs> I That's understandable. Bother. Yeah. You know, and, and it's hard too. Um, it's, it's hard as well, as far as personality wise, finding people that, you know, are on your same wave and, you know, the same kind of energy, same kind of personality or, you know, whatnot, because people, there are so many people that are like heavily medicated these days, you know, and which affects your brain chemistry and your body chemistry and, you know, the whole nine yards. And so it's really hard because a lot of people have that very flat, you know, effect about them and, and it's hard to c communicate or, or even connect with people a lot of times that are in that state. Yeah. And a lot of these people are literally mouth breathers because they're taking in, you know, all the chemicals on the back of their potato chip bags or whatever. And right. It's like, you can't tell them anything. Like they just don't understand and they're not here anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. Are you okay in there? Hello? Like, yeah. Today. And it's hard, to, it's hard to have um, conversations with people like that because even like the, their eye contact with you is kind of like you're, they're staring into almost like a void or an abyss. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, they have nothing going on behind their eyes whatsoever. Like I was going to say mm -hmm. like today I went to buy a pair of shoes and I walk into the store and there's shoes everywhere. <laughs> there's no labels. I mean, this is for men. This is for women. They all kind of look the same. And I'm like, mm -hmm. this has got to be some kind of a tranny trap. I bet you it is. So I proceeded with caution. <laughs> I went in there and I started talking to the first um, clerk, if you want to call her that, that I see. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm looking for men's shoes, size 10 and a half. And she's like, oh, we don't have 10 and a half. 
I said, okay, do you have 11? It's like, no, we don't have 11. I said, do you have nine? No, we don't have nine. I said, do you have eight? No, we don't have eight. I just kept going like all the way down <laughs> to six. <laughs> and what I'm do you have? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And at this point, I was like, something's wrong with her mentally because I'm looking around and I'm seeing some big ass shoes in this store. And she exactly. just doesn't know what's going on. And you can look at her eyes. They were all grayed out and bug-eyed. Like she'd had like 40 COVID shots and she just was not and there. You know, talking about like shoes and how they're not, you know, gender specific shoes anymore. I found that a lot of clothes are the same way now. A lot of stores, it's like everything is unisex. I don't want unisex. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine my husband wearing the shirt that I have on right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I sure shit don't want to wear his clothes. I don't want, want him wearing mine. Yeah. I don't think your husband wants to be a part of Bon Jovi. Yeah, no. it's just it's just so strange though because like you said you know not having that demarcated line of you know this is for males and this is for females it's so strange to me shopping now i'm like what in the not like i shop very often but i went today and i'm like what in the world i'm like what's the guy section and what's the chick section because the shit all looks the same. I'm like, are they trying to like uniform everyone? Yeah. And at the end of the day, she did kind of just like she, all she could muster to say after my questions were, well, over here we have shoes and they're all unisex. And it's Mm -hmm. like all of these shoes. And she just like turned around and did like this. All these shoes, they're all unisex. And I said, yeah, but what are the sizes? And she just kind of, like she didn't couldn't go any further. <laughs> there was something about sizes she wasn't programmed for. I wanted to spin her around and like pull the back panel off of her and see <laughs> if something was wrong. Is her wire shorted out? In there? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was such it's, a strange experience. It, but you know what? I think that's becoming a more common occurrence where you run into people like that that are almost. I don't brain dead. I have a, I have a good friend that calls them blanks, you know, and it's like, they're not really a robot. They're just like complete and total blanks. Like there's no emotion. There's no information. There's no like personality or, or anything there. And that's kind of creepy when you meet people like that, you know, very creepy. Yeah, very, but there are people crazy. out there like that, and it's, you know, not anybody I want to have over for dinner or anything like that. Yeah, and I mean, the same thing happened. I went into the store to buy my mom a watch for her birthday, and I say to the lady, so do you have any water-resistant watches? She says, we have waterproof. And so I was like, okay, let me see that watch over there. I pointed at a Casio watch. I pulled it out when she gave it to me and said, hey, you see this? It says water resistant. Also says at the top waterproof. Do you have any more watches that say this on them? And she literally was like, I don't know. She had to ask somebody. 
You're like, do you work here? <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you punking me? Are you a customer? You're a customer, are you? <laughs> For real. Well, and that's the thing. If you notice now, like, um, how awful customer service is anywhere that you go now. It's like, you know, like going to the grocery store or something and it, like they can't wait on you at the checkout because they got a text or, you know, whatever. Or like you go to customer service and you have to stand there for an hour because they're busy having a personal chit chat between the employees like even fast food places and stuff which we don't do that ever but you know a lot of people talk about that how you know like service in every industry has completely gone downhill it's like okay what happened everybody's brain dead now or everybody's blanks or what what's going on is it medication related my chickens literally have a higher iq than 95 percent of these people chickens are very smart animals well being that is true i could probably send them to work at the jewelry store and they do a better job (laughs) (laughs) do you have water resistant watches they run right over and peck it well, you know, waterproof and water-resistant, that is very confusing to know the difference between the two. Yeah, water, just isn't saying, waterproof just like you can take a shower with it and shit like that. You can wash the dishes with it on, but then water-resistant is you can go diving. And they tell you how many meters, right, on the fucking thing right there. It's ridiculous. I had to explain that to her. You're not, you're not planning on throwing your mom overboard in the water, are you? Well, she's a swimmer. She's been a swimmer her entire life. So yeah. I was just making sure. No, I love you, mom. No, I'm not ready to do that to the old bird yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's yeah. a good thing. That's good to know. Good to know. No, I am a very patient man. <laughs> so does does she swim um like did she swim for school or anything like that yeah she swam competitively when she was younger um got she's got like a drawer full of gold medals and shit like that that's awesome yeah that's very cool back in those days they swam in the ocean i'm not one of those people Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I'm not. I think they only I'm not invented one of those. When she was like twelve. <laughs> so what's what's your water like there? Is it um, like is it cold or is it warm? Oh, this time of year it's uh, pretty warm because of all of the storms and stuff passing through the area. But usually yeah. it'll have a few cold spots, but it's it's mostly bearable. It's never really chilly. That's good. Because I know I have a lot of uh, friends that live in California and they always talk about like their water is constantly cold, like all the time. That's why everybody wears a wetsuit. And I'm like, I don't think I would enjoy like putting on a wetsuit to go swimming in the ocean. Yeah, it seems like it would be a little bit soggy, honestly. Yeah, I don't, don't, I've never worn one, but I just, I don't. Oh my gosh, this is going to sound terrible. I don't like a lot of clothes. 
And so I would really not enjoy like a full body wetsuit just to go get in the water. Yeah. Kind of feel like that defeats the purpose. Yeah. And here it's pretty strange too. Like, so we're right in the middle of the Caribbean Sea and the Atlantic Ocean at the same time. So it's like two different Mm -hmm. areas that overlap. And so you get one quality on the east side and then one quality on the west side. I'm on the west. So I'm in that. Now, have you guys, have you guys had a problem with like that, uh, the red, uh, seaweed and stuff? Yeah. The brown sargassum seaweed. It's, yeah. yeah, this is the time of year where that's just rolling in. It was so gross. Cause the last time, um, my daughter and I went to Florida, it was so thick and it smelled so terrible. It smelled like rotting carcass of something. It does and smell it, like rotting was, flesh, yeah. And they were even talking about, um, like the fishermen there were talking about, like, don't eat anything. Uh, like, if you go on, you know, one of the charter fishing trips or whatever, like, don't don't eat any of that stuff because whatever this stuff was was supposed to be, like laden with like disease and bacteria or something i don't know because it it smelled really awful yeah like foul. it seems to be okay when it's fresh when it's yellow and like turtles will eat it and stuff like that but once it starts to turn brown nothing will screw with it and it just mm-hmm. washes up there in the shore and it of... turns black and it smells like yeah. sewage it was flesh. it was gross and there was like a whole bunch of like dead fish in it and, and whatever yeah, yeah it kills fish like crazy That's, yeah there was even like baby sharks and stuff on the beach they were all like dead and tangled up in that stuff but it was it was gross i was like you have to wait over this whole giant heap of this stinking you know, like rotting garbage bag smell to get out into the water. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go find a pool. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, the scary part about that is if you look at the back of any mainstream um, body wash brand, you're likely to see Mm -hmm. brown sargassum right there Mm -hmm. in the ingredients. It's like, so Yay. I'm scrubbing my skin with stuff that kills fish. Great. Exactly. You know what's funny about that? Um, one of the big things uh, is Avon, right? You've heard of Avon, like skincare products and whatever. Yeah. And they have this thing called Skin So Soft. It's yep. supposed to make your skin so soft and you know luxurious and shiny. That stuff eats tar off of your car. Tar, road tar. It dissolves tar. What do you think it is doing to your skin? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. scary the amount of like toxins and, and poisonous stuff that people use on a daily basis. And they don't even realize they're doing it. Absolutely. And they don't care either. I mean, I tried telling uh, someone about reading the ingredients list on the back Mm -hmm. of their snacks and stuff like that. And they were just kind of like, yeah, well, you know, someone's going to kill you. I don't don't know what those things mean. 
Um, do you have a smartphone? Yeah, it's like a computer, hey, listen, tablet, anything. Yeah, it's smart like TV, potato chips, two ingredients: potato and chip. <laughs> I make my own, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, but they got like forty-five mm-hmm. ingredients in there, and it's like, mm-hmm. what else could that be? You just want potato chips. Tons of preservatives and crap. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's so funny because like, um, a lot of times people are like, I, you know, I, I can't stop eating chips and whatever. And even if they know they're bad for them and I'm like, you know, you can like do those yourself at home and they taste way better than you could ever buy at the store anyway. They don't want to wait. And I'm like, you don't have a bunch of shit in them. So I don't know. Once you pop, you can't stop. Janet. Right. It's like Pringles. Can't have just one. Gotta get that yeah. Pringle Dingle going. Mm-hmm. I don't like Pringles, so You're like, oh, I don't like anything know, like that. A pack of chips a week won't hurt. It's like, have you heard of bioaccumulation? Mm-hmm. Do you know exactly. anything? I feel like Napoleon yeah. Dynamite, like, gosh. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of have the hair for that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh boy! Well, you know, um, that was perfect though. The Napoleon thing. We should do like a a segment on that where we're just like, gosh, gosh. <laughs> I hear you on that. We could probably apply that. To the next thing I want to ask you about. So what's up with the really sexy teacher that came to school dressed in like she's all decked out in her blue long sleeve top and she's got on her long black skirt. But she's a very full bodied woman, if I can say that. But then they kicked her out and a man wearing a blonde wig and fake titties Mm -hmm. that are bigger than any titties that actually exist. I have ever seen. Mm -hmm comes into a classroom and they're like, oh, this is totally fine. Well, that is okay because, you know, God forbid you have real boobs and you're a female. But if you're a dude pretending to be a female with boobs, that is completely different. And that is okay and acceptable. And he can also talk to his... Uh, kindergarten class about uh, anal sex and gay sex and um, masturbation techniques or lube or you know, whatever he wants to talk about. It's like, what the fuck? If little Timmy doesn't do his math homework, is he going to make him motorboat those big fake titties? I don't get it. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand what the point was behind that. I honestly don't. And I don't know if he you know, it's like sitting at home watching TV at one night and he's like, oh, you know what would be a really great idea? If I dressed up like a chick and, and look, I bought these really giant fake boobs that is a size that no, doesn't exist. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what, what? made that pop into his head and what is wrong with him he was at home watching two girls in one cup that's what he was doing maybe that is entirely possible yeah (laughs) i mean it would make sense but that's the kind of stuff that's 
normalized and, and okay in, in school systems, like, um, you know, multiple school districts here, there's been stories about like, um, where the school system put litter boxes in the classroom because some of the students identify as cats. Okay. Now I'm just going to say this. If I was still teaching and one of my students thought that they were a cat and they needed to take a poop in the litter box during class or pee or whatever the hell, number one, they shouldn't be there anyway because cats can't be a doctor or a nurse. Um, And number two, what do you do when you have a cat that misbehaves as a cat owner, you keep a spray bottle with water and you spray them anytime they're bad. I would probably have to stand there with a hose. I'm just saying shit like that is not normal. It is not normal for a human being to think they are a tree or a fire truck or anything else. I'm sorry, but it is not. And if you allow that in your classroom and you're still teaching, there's a problem with you and you should not be teaching anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. (laughs) Sorry. 100%. But that's the thing. Everything has gotten so out of hand, like uh, school systems, like you're not allowed to discipline your students. Um, You know, and if a, a student brings a knife to school or whatever and is stabbing other students or trying to stab you, you're just supposed to let it happen or give them a safe space so they can calm down. I'm sure that's going to happen. Janet, do you think that shit like this went wrong when we stopped like smacking the shit out of kids? Yes. Because I feel like there's so much talk about, oh, you can't do that. It's wrong to do that. And I understand all those reasons. Like, you there's hardly any reason to actually hit anybody if you think about it. But these people knew what they were doing when they were spanking their kids. I'm pretty sure they did. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) And and I can tell you, uh, as a parent, did I ever spank my child? You are damn right I did. Um, There are times where, you know, that is a necessary thing to get them to stop. You know, because going... You need to stop. Consider mommy's feelings. That's not going to do anything. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. Um, The era that I grew up in, I went to Catholic school and was taught by actual nuns who would beat your knuckles bloody with a ruler if you got out of line. And if that didn't work, they had a big ass wooden paddle with holes drilled in it that they would smack your butt with. And when they quit doing that, that's when all these problems came in and and it progressed into, you know, like everybody's so special, everybody gets a participation trophy. And even though you suck at something, oh, you're so Good, you're so wonderful. No, you're not. If you're bad, you're bad. That's all there is to it. But that pussification and, you know, coddling of of everybody has made our society 
very susceptible to infantile behavior. 100%. Absolutely. I mean, I try to explain this to somebody in a psychological manner. Subconsciously, children are hardwired to not take you seriously right? if you don't discipline them Correct. in a rough way at least once. Because then Correct. they understand, they learn that you don't keep them safe. You can't right. keep them in line, so you can't do anything to keep them safe. That's correct. That's absolutely <laughs> correct. You cannot be a protector for them if you cannot manage them on your own. You know, or a lot of parents um, like expect like the school system or uh, you know whoever. To, to discipline their child for them. No, that is your job as a parent. And that makes all the difference in the world on how they grow up. And do they grow up with manners? Because look at all the, um, the kids nowadays that are coming up that have zero manners, zero tolerance for anything. Everybody's uh, upset, angry, their feelings are hurt all the time. Everything triggers them and, and whatever. And I'll guarantee you their parents never, ever disciplined them or taught them any kind of morals or values. A hundred percent agree. A hundred percent. And it's, you know, it's startling when people come to me for coaching and I ask them what their values are and their eyes roll mm-hmm. back in their head, like values. What, what's that? What is a value? I yeah. don't understand. Like, bitch. What a value do you hold meal. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the thing though, is sometimes this is generational, right? Where like they don't have anything like that, that they instilled in their kids, but their parents didn't instill in them either. And so you have like generations where there is no control or morals or values or, you know, basically a a real life system. I like to call it, you know, the illusion of reality that some people live in where uh, they have to be like their best friends, uh, to their kids or, you know, well, I'll let your grandparents discipline you or, you know, we'll let your teachers deal with it. Oh, I don't want to say anything to them because I don't want to upset them. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. be like that. You have to have tough conversations with your kids. You've got to stand your ground. You can't. And I could never talk to my parents in a rough way when I was a little kid. I can even talk to them roughly when I was like 19, 20. It wasn't until I was like 23 or so that, you know, I could get away with saying stuff like that. But man, Mm -hmm. if I ever yelled at my parents when they were trying to tell me something that was good for me, I'd get an instant fucking backhand right there. Right. And, you know, once you get that, you never forget. Like I remember getting my butt with a belt um because I those st- fucking whims on your ass because yeah <laughs> i said a, i said a bad word that i didn't even know what it meant um i called my dad this and oh my lord did i get welts on my butt that lasted for weeks 
But the thing is, too, that they also had that look mastered. And they could just shoot me that look. And I was like, okay, I know I am in deep doo-doo. And I'm never going to do that again. Absolutely. Or I'm going to get it. Absolutely. I think the only time I ever really did something that was terrible was my mom had like a detergent or something that was super special and super expensive. It cost like 200 bucks or something like that. It's for, I, I can't remember, some kind of industrial cleaner. And for some reason, my silly little ass took it out and poured it down the sink. And then when I realized mm. what I did, I just like tossed it up in the back of the washroom or something. And she mm-hmm. found it. And I heard my full name being called. And I, you know, <laughs> you know, when you hear your full name getting called. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. You done fucked up in the worst way. And man, she put she put some lashes across the back of my leg. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I still don't look at detergent the same way. <laughs> right? And that's the thing, though, because, you know, we grew up with that. And we grew up knowing that there was consequences for our actions. And nowadays, like, kids don't know that. And they're like, they can get away with anything and they know that. And kids are very manipulative, whether parents realize that or not. Kids have the complete and total capability to manipulate you beyond your wildest beliefs, you know. And so if they know they can get away with something or they know they can lie to you or deceive you, they are going to do it and push it continually because they know they can get away with it. Absolutely. And I mean, there's this thing that has come out of that that I've noticed where everybody is trying to push their luck. They're trying to see Mm -hmm. how far they can take something before you flip. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And adults do it too. Exactly. All the time. Exactly. And I mean, look at the, look at the manipulation that's going on now from from our politicians, our governments, you know, the whole nine yards, Bill Gates, people that are not even, you know, have anything to do with anything. And it's like, we are going to manipulate everybody because it's so easy to do so. Because as soon as they do um, instigate anger or fear, uh, it's so much easier to control you when you're under that kind of, you know, emotional response. If you're happy and joyful, they can't get at you. It's the people that continually, they're depressed, they're anxious, they're, you know, angry, they're sad, they're whatever the case may be. And that's, that's, and they know that that's how they can control everything that you do. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't know. (laughs) So let me ask you about this. Mm -hmm. What do you think is going to happen on September 24th? You know what? I don't know if anything will. However, there are so many things that are going on at the same time. You've got these the drills in Denver, the drills in Kansas, uh, drills all over the place. You've got, you know, the German government talking about the 24th. You've got uh, the people in the 
financial industry that are saying, you know, get your money out on the 23rd because like they're expecting shit to crash on the 24th. Um, you have, uh, all this shit going on with, you know, nuclear possibilities and, and whatever, and all these disasters and, and the whole nine yards. So, uh, and food shortages and, and all of that stuff. So I think it's a culmination of a lot of things. Does it mean it's necessarily going to happen on the 24th? No. But when you have people from all different sectors warning about shit around that same date, that's concerning. That's very concerning, you know, and then you got, um, like here, uh, Biden's pushing this new, uh, digital currency, Right. And then you have um, people in the stock market and stuff that are saying prepare for a crash. There's going to be a massive uh, recession happening. And so people are predicting that it's going to be on the 24th. I would not be surprised if that's just a date they made up and kind Mm -hmm. of put out there because they want to infiltrate the conspiracy community and send people into a tailspin. Right. And I think at the same time, if they wanted to actually shut everything down, they could do it at any time. Right. Well, and, and the problem is, um, you know, like uh, they're talking about like, uh, them taking retirement savings and, and, you know, IRAs and uh, investment funds and, and, you know, uh, seizing bank accounts and whatever. Well, here's the thing. Um, with this digital currency push, they're doing that for a reason. And that means you have no access to your bank account when that fails because the central banking system, uh, you know, the federal reserve, all of that stuff is involved in that. And so, um, stocks are going to crash. People aren't going to be able to get their money out, whatever. And whatever this digital currency is, that they're pushing, um, it is because it's a digital tracking thing. And so they will tell you just like in a socialist society, right? A communistic society, what you can and can't buy, what you can and can't do. Um, you know, and so can I see them like making up this date? Yes. But when it's coming from, all different kinds of sectors, you know, and, and emergency preparedness and stuff. That's why if you look at everything together, whole picture, it's frightening. It doesn't mean it's going to happen then, but what is going to happen in the future is going to be scary as shit. Yeah. Unless we all say, nope. Yeah. And composting people because, uh, there's like, 14 states on board or 17 states on board now uh, where we're not going to bury our dead anymore. We're just going to grind you up and put you in the soil for fertilizer. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure they'll smell great. (laughs) Yeah. Bunch of dead bodies ground up and let me go, let me go sprinkle Jehan on the corn. Yeah. Crops. Yeah, no. I don't like that idea. I don't I don't 
plan on composting people, so I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks, I don't want to grow tomatoes with the that. banks. Yeah. And invest exactly. into shit that they can't take from you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff you can trade. Yeah. And they started that shit here, too. Like, they rolled out the digital currency. And I think that was in April. And now they're pushing for the digital ID system. And people are just going to sign up for this thing. A hundred percent. And that's, that's what a lot of people don't understand is this, um, this digital system has all of your biometrics on it too. So, um, you know, health records, uh, vaccination status, literally everything about you, your, all your vitals, your height, your weight, your, you know, your age, your social security number, all that shit will be in one little neat place, you know, and, uh, Bill Gates actually came up with that years ago and, uh, was pushing that in Africa. It was called the Covey pass. And uh, it had even, like, if you had um, been arrested, uh, say you were on house arrest, this COVID pass actually also had, um, like, your, basically your electronic monitoring instead of wearing an ankle bracelet. It was in this pass that you have to keep with you at all times. Um, and so they can track your whereabouts l- literally all the time, wherever you go and, and have access over your, um, you know, uh, what kind of things that you buy. So they know what you're buying at the store and the whole nine yards. And same thing here now with the um, Congress pushing uh, for the credit card companies uh, to flag people that, that purchase guns or ammunition with their credit card so they can take your weapons away. That's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. But thank you for, you know, everybody being so lazy that you can't write a check and you can't use cash. You have to have a credit card or you have to have, you know, a bank card with a chip in it or, or whatever. So literally everything you buy is, is electronic now anyway they have access to all of that information. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the whole, uh, selling the, uh, for, for the public's good or public good and safety. Right. Um, bank cards didn't have chips in them and then we had to put chips in them, but it was a safety issue as a safety precaution. Right. So nobody could like copy your shit. Well, now that there's a chip in it, your card is digital access on the computer, on the internet. So any good hacker is going to have availability for your information because your card has a chip in it. I don't know. Yep. Sadness. It's crazy. Crazy world we live in. Well, Janet, any advice for these people who actually want to listen? You know what? My advice is always keep things on hand that you can sell or trade uh, with other people if if need be. 
um, make sure you always have not just, you know, food supplies for you, but food supplies for your pets too, because I think a lot of times people forget about that. Um, think have things on hand for, uh, medical emergencies, um, you know, bandages and, and wound care stuff and, and things like that. But me personally, um, I don't focus on anything like that in my daily life because uh, I have faith in God and I know 100% whatever happens is what is meant to happen in in his master plan. And so I know that I'm good because I have faith. Agree with you on that. I don't really get into yeah. the fear porn, which is why I got to keep getting yeah. you on the show to tell me what's going on. Because <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> hell is going on out there. <laughs> Oh, well, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. But thanks so much for having me on again. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. Hey, well, you know. We always have good conversation. We got to give the fans what they want. You know, I look at the the number of views on the shows and I listen to what people say and they're like, you got to bring Janet back. I'm like, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay because we kind of like each other and we kind of get along. So it's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Janet. Well, thanks for being on the Boundless Authenticity Podcast. This has been Deplorable People Part Two. (laughs) And deplorable we both are. (laughs) Amen to that. Amen to that. Sorry, ain't changing. I don't think you are either. Nope, absolutely not. All right. Well, whoever doesn't like us, fuck you. Go listen to another podcast. We got to get out of here. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. All right. (laughs) 